Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Just behind Matt Rendell. Just behind him, at a, at a distance of, what do you reckon, David? I'd say that's about 10, 10, 10 metres. 10, over, to, over 10 to 11 left shoulder. Over 10 to your 11. left shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. The broken one, the yeah. one with the screws yeah. in it. Um, with checking his iPhone, possibly yeah. for social media. Yeah. Possibly do you think he's listening to this? Oh no, this goes out later. Yeah, he can't, he can't do that. No, it's not live. Is Thibaut Pinot having his breakfast. Yeah. Love a dit. Yeah. We're in Groupama FTJ's uh, rest, uh, well hotel. They're, staying, they're, they're in our they're hotel. In they're in our hotel. Yeah. You missed Davy Godot. Davy Godot was the first one down. Yeah, and he's got. A, when I screw up, which is quite regularly, yeah. Okay, no one really needs mm. ever to know because it just ends just disappears. Davy Godot gets a page in their keep this morning, <laughs> oh. telling everyone he's shit. <laughs> oh. Explicit content. Sorry, that's, that's fine. Okay. That's no, all right. As good as explicit content. Here. I wish we could do more explicit content. Now. It was taught normally. It was well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I've just turned your volume up a little bit. That's better. Um, yeah. So yeah. So I have to say them them crossing the line over. Oh, Valentine Madras has just come in. Oh really? Just, yeah. I'm just I'll keep, I'll keep, that's why you sat there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is he wearing his French champions? No, just wearing a white t-shirt. Yeah. That's right. Why doesn't he have French casual wear? Oh, French champions pajamas. And just. Hey. Just everything, just a t-shirt coming down to breakfast. And we could do this with chapter three. Written socks, tube hey. socks in French colours. <laughs> so good. Oh, that's but great. Matt, did you see Breakfast them? could get very involved. If you were to finish, <laughs> did you see the images of Godu and Thibault coming in the, up the last 150 metres? No, side by side. No, I've never we, seen anything really? like it. Oh, no. I mean, they, they looked like they were going to die. Like, it was awful yeah. how bad and tough it looked. I mean... <sighs> Yeah, poor 12, guys. 12, wait, uh, How I'm much time I'm, did they lose? Lose those two? Uh, uh, ten minutes or something. Oh right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ten minutes on. Ten minutes on. Right on Mike Woods, not ten minutes on. Pog, on Pog. I haven't seen you for ages. Well, because I've been on the top of a bare mountain, haven't I? I Can't see it today. I was up twice there, and yeah, you know, you know, technical stuff, right? Yeah, like, like this equipment podcast. and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But, well, um, you're bloody useless with it. And yes. I am too. But yeah. mm. uh, we work with people who aren't. But anyway, so I was up top <laughs> yesterday and um, I did, it was a turkey shoot. Content that was Pache. what it was. Content Pache has just walked in. Content Pache. Yeah. Carry on. I'm going to try and get to the end of this sentence, Ned Bolting, without you <laughs> giving me the name of that, another FTJ not, rider. Well, that entirely depends on whether another FTJ, <laughs> FTJ rider comes into the terrace. It's out of your hands, I'm afraid. Carry on. Oh, where was I? Oh, yes. <laughs> And um, it was a turkey shoot. That was what it was. It was the easiest job. They all came up to the top of uh, Puy de Dom, which was amazingly beautiful. It's such mm. a shame that you couldn't get up there. And um, they came up, they stood. I dived in, interviewed them. They were, in turn, entertaining, shattered, heartbroken, exultant, euphoric, 
dejected. It was an emotional experience. And, um, but none of those wonderful interviews, possibly the best days interviewing of my life at any Tour de France. Or indeed, or indeed at any Tour de France by anyone. By anyone. In 120 years. They never left that mountaintop. They remained there. <laughs> Messrs. Orange had erected, if I may, I mean, I know explicit content is it. permitted, but Go this for is it. advertising yeah. for yeah. a major telecommunications company. Yeah. Yeah. They had erected a pole with a mobile phone cell. I know this. Right? Yep. And so um, the world, everyone, the world's media who were at the top of Puy de Dom tried to use that one mobile phone cell. That's so to funny. <laughs> That's their, so funny. Their no. interviews I, to the world. I know that no. because the, the official Latour social media, actually the day before the stage or the morning of the stage, they posted a little film that had been made about the installation by the Orange <laughs> Uh, technician of this fiber optic cable and I remember I, I don't know why it must have been a, yeah. a kind of dull moment and I actually watched it from start to finish brilliant and and I did I remember thinking as he kind of like un, <laughs> unreeled or kind of unwound from a reel a very very thin fiber optic That's cable right. and you think if there's thought, only one client for that internet connection <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be really fast really be but if there are more than say four <laughs> it's not gonna work is it that's what it's like it that's what technology is like roughly thick enough to send an email <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That would have taken about 20 seconds There's to send. I did this but wonderful <laughs> interview with uh, Julien Lephilippe. Yeah. And I just had this kind of, my, my, I only had one question for everyone really, which is kind of my fixation on the fact that, um, and it's one for you, David, actually, to mm. climb up four kilometers of astonishingly difficult, mm. um, grueling uh, slopes uh, with no fans whatsoever giving you any encouragement to, and also with no noise and movement and colour to distract you from just how hard this is. Mm. And um, Julian Alaphilippe, I put that to Julian Alaphilippe and he said, yes, but uh, I saw someone, huh? I think maybe they, they go up there four days ago and they went and they came out from the trees and they said, Allez, Julien, Allez, and then they disappeared again. <laughs> and he was really good just for Secret one moment. Fans. I forget how bad my legs are. <laughs> <laughs> and the world should have seen that. Maybe, oh, we can, maybe, maybe we can dig it up somehow and yeah. put it on this. Yeah. Anyway, there yeah. we go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Yeah. I didn't realise yeah. Julien Alaphilippe was Russian. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of there's Little been a lot known. of call. No, there hasn't been a lot of call, but there's been sporadic mm. calls for Scouse Nairo to come back. Oh. Um, yeah. Well, he's out, isn't he? He's out. He's out. He's What's out. the latest with him? Astana. Yeah, no, no one will have him. No one. Will, no, what? No, it's quite interesting. No one will say so. Except here comes Pete. anyone who gets. And here comes Pete. Here comes Pete to you, the pod. He's not FDJ. No, but here no. comes Pete. He's, yeah, he's got his orange juice and his coffee. Nah, no, one go, no one will say so, except any team that says, yeah, maybe we could take on Nara Quintana. They get a call that yeah. says, um, you won't be riding the Tour de France ever again if you sign. From the UCI? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Doll, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. he did. Well, he went to the cast, didn't he? Went to the cast. Yeah. Went to the cast. And, and to the cast. burnt his bridges. And then yeah. once you've burnt your bridges, yeah. there aren't any bridges to go yeah. back along. And he thinks there are, but there aren't. Yeah. That's the way it is, you know. So. Yeah. So what's he going to do? Is he going to carry on racing, do you reckon? I mean, you know him pretty well. Well, I mean, Actually, he's, uh, he's got lots in the bank, hasn't he? He's got 40 million or something. I don't know. He's got to make a <laughs> buy Columbia or something. <laughs> morning, Pete. Morning. 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 You said morning twice, three times. I say morning at least twice. 
well, at least three times. Oh, every time I see someone. You're quite loud, Pete. I'm just going to turn you down a little bit there. That's How good. does it feel not to have gone out? Fine. Yeah. yeah. Just good. trying to find out what's going on in my day. No one seems to tell you anything. Oh, yeah. Well, it's rest. You have to, like, yeah. get out of people, like, blood out of a stone. <laughs> and you just Why expect it to oh. turn up when... When I the show's you said wood out of a stone. Blood out of oh, a stone, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So what's the latest? What do you think you're doing today? Um, well, the, the rest day show, sometime after 2pm. Ah, okay. What about James? He told you anything, or is he not responding? No, Graham said. Gray? Gray. <laughs> so, yeah. All those tattoos you've got on your arm there, will they one day all join together into a big No, I don't scheme? think so. No. Who's the most weird for my daughters and... Wife's head to join together at some point, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that who they are? Yeah. Oh, look at that. Very, very nice. Very nice, really nice. Thank you. Yeah. Who is the most... Here's a trivia question for Go you. On. Commentator, Matt Rendell. Yeah. Because we, as commenta lead commentators, have to observe this particularly closely. Who would you say... <laughs> my microphone's just... My microphone's out a little bit. Just hold it like that. I'll use David's. <laughs> who is... Um, who is the most tattooed... The most tattooed... Rider... Do you think uh, you can chip in as well if you've got a view? David can't because he's now using my defunct microphone. Well, I, 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 in, in I, this, in the current peloton <clears throat> of the oh, Tour de France. In the current peloton, in the current peloton of this, this, this Tour de France. This Tour de France. Go on, yeah, he's quite tattooed, isn't he? Yeah, but he's at the Tour de France. Okay. Mm. Mm. God, it's a good question, though, isn't it? There's no. It's not a particularly heavily tattooed peloton, actually. No. So there's one. Caleb Ewan's got quite a few. He's got quite a few, yeah. That's, Who a, that's a shout. Caleb Ewan. Oh, Caleb's got a few. Yeah, yeah Caleb's got a few, hasn't he? Yeah. Tend to, they're going to be sprinty type. They're going to be Correct. climbers. Oh, Correct. Sprinty type people. Yeah. Sprinters, tats. Yeah. Climbers, not so much. Are yeah. we talking about a full sleeve? Yes. Right arm. I don't think the left arm's nearly as heavily tattooed, or, or even borderline hasn't got any tattoos. Must be quite obvious then. Uh, when you see it, it's screamingly yeah. obvious. But he's a, but he's a relatively unknown rider. So oh, he's making right. his debut on the race. Okay. Sprinter. No idea. Australian. <laughs> Sprinter. Co co uh, um, Corbin. Corbin Not Strong. Corbin. No, no, no. Corbin Corbin. He might be tattooed for all I yeah. know, but no. Haven't seen too much of him, actually. I think no. we might. No. He's a oh, really? talented rider. Uh, um, Wells yes! Wellesley. Wells Wellsman. Wellsford. Heavily tattooed. Yeah. Heavily tattooed. Going back to your to Nairo Quintana yeah. briefly, and I want to talk to you about your book as well. Oh, go on. But um, before I do that, you're, I mean, joking apart, your long, long There is no joking apart. Your yes. long relationship with Nairo. Yeah. Um, you were friends. Yeah. You may still be friends. I don't know. What's your contact with him now? And what? how do you feel about what's, what's transpired in his career? What's happened? Um, very angry, really, because he should have done the only thing that you can do. In, in a sense, the only thing that you can do with dignity and the only thing that our culture and media culture allows, which is, he should have said, oh no, uh, I'm very sorry, I've done something really stupid. It was an error of judgment. It wasn't a mistake. It was a deliberate act to take Tramadol. It was an error of judgment. And... Um, I'll take whatever punishment I'm given, sit it out and come back to sport with a commitment to to clean sport. And that, that's what he should have done. Instead, he went to Cass and then he won't speak about it. And I've tried to get an interview with him and he won't speak to me. I'll try again during this week and hopefully do something for next week, the second rest day show about Nairi's predicament. But I'm oh, okay. very yeah. angry, very, very angry because, um, yeah, that's... 
the achievements of a sporting career poured that, down, down the, the plan. Yeah. And does it, do do the people in Colombia? Do you, oh, it's hard. You can't <clears> speak for the people in no, Colombia. No, I realise no. that, but you you know. Well, the media culture in Colombia is that um, um, it is sort of they they he's bigger than the media are in mm. a sense in Colombia, so they kowtow and don't ask with a few honourable um, exceptions. Mm. Um, they don't ask. The difficult questions. The difficult questions. In fact, he held a press conference in January that I went to, and it was uh, scheduled for 9 a.m. And rush hour in Bogota is unbelievable. Oh, so getting across to the central yeah. Bogota for 9 a.m. is like you've got to be up at 6. Right? <laughs> and then you get there, and he's 45 minutes late. And you go, well, why didn't you just schedule it for quarter to 10? It would have been that much better for everyone. And then, And then, of course, he doesn't. Uh, it's what, you know when you go to a press conference and um, and they sort of go um, that Naira is going to read a statement and then there will be five questions from selected journalists um, and that is what the format is at which point everyone should just stand up and leave you know? <laughs> yeah yeah and, it's pointless so charade it was one of those yeah, yeah so it's entirely unsatisfactory uh -huh. yeah yeah, yeah. <sighs> how's your book how's your book so you oh, I'm selling like hotcakes mate oh <laughs> I, made up, I made about 30 million uh, that, pounds. You might so, dead. You might John dead. Grisham. Sorry. It's yeah. not John Grisham off the top of the... And, so and, this, this is your yeah. book on Alejandro Valverde. Yeah. yeah He's a legend. Sepp Piquet. Sepp Piquet. Race Radio. Oh, blimey. Look at that. Ned's yeah. just like... Yeah. You've literally... It's the most Tour de France. Whenever we got... Such a Tour de France. <clears throat> that's exactly what you did actually just... So this morning... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. That just shout, shout people's names at them and no, then, no, but, what do but, they but Matt, they know. Matt, he was know. sitting over there on the terrace yeah. with the most beautiful view, which we talked about in the pod, I think, the last two nights, where you look, you, if you look out, you look at Puy de Dom. Ned has faced into in looking at the hotel. You sat at the very end of the terrace and looked back into the hotel. Do you see, right? you see no, what's just happening now at breakfast. Here? Dave, you yeah, yeah, it's true. Just, true. Just, you did. You just came and down just a schlug. Well, I've just I, when he was talking about Nairo just <laughs> now, I didn't want to interrupt him, but yeah. I, I very nearly interrupted him. Said <clears> Stefan Kung. He can't stop commentating. No, no, can he see no, no. Yeah, yeah, he so can't stop commentating. You're right. Peter Gale, He's commentating right now. knows what his name Gale. is. You don't need to say. <laughs> am I? Oh, so I am. Yeah. I thought I was called Fred. <laughs> so, so back yeah. to Alejandro Valverde. Back to Alejandro. So, tell us about the experience of writing the book with him. <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll, tell yeah. you, I'll tell you this is all defamatory okay so okay. we're not really well we've this. got very expensive lawyers at exactly. Nevis Trust so we'll be fine this is watertight <laughs> this gets, everything so, gets checked yeah. so I, I, I worked as you may remember I, I worked for Movie Star yeah. briefly in 2016 <laughs> and we had a, a a contract and that contract was terminated early I would dispute any <laughs> version of why <laughs> NDAs but, but um they but, fired you yeah I was fired yeah. you uh did you really, <laughs> really. just in the corner yeah. and um yeah. no actually I would say I fired movie star yeah you fired <laughs> that's what star. that's my version of it. Uh, but um in any case and um and uh, we had a contract for a year. And I said, well, I mean, you know, yeah, but you've got to pay the contract. And they said, no. We should nope. clarify what your role was at Movie Star. I was... Uh, Mountain I Domestique. I if I ever... I was provocateur yeah. or something. Yeah. Provocateur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah, some kind of... Yeah, PR. Chef PR, de press PR, or something. PR, chef yeah. de press, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. PR, no. 
No, no, he doesn't do PR. Oh, He'd be terrible at PR. Journalism. 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 No, no. So I, yeah. And, um, and, and of course, they didn't pay my contract. And I dixed 25 years of a brilliantly successful career as a freelance journalist in the British yeah. media. Yeah. And um, in order to, to go and this. work for them. And it lasted 11 <laughs> it months. It lasted five months. Five and, months. Um, <laughs> and, and so anyway, so fast forward many years and... Um, Two cycling magazines, obviously, if I'd write a sort of retrospective about Alejandro Valverde's uh, glittering career and, and controversial career. And I said, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. So I phoned up not the team, but his publicist and mm. said, you know, um, could I have, have, you know, some time with mm. Alejandro to talk about his career for, for, for this retrospective, for two retrospective articles. And um, he said, okay, I'll pass it on to the team. I've got, no, don't pass it. Oh, it's too late. <laughs> so, um, and when I work for the team, they, they do this thing, um, which is, um, you know, someone asks for an interview with whoever and either you don't like them or it's a bit of a pain in the neck or there's too much demand and you can't really fit them in and they're not really important enough. So, um, so they sort of say, just don't answer. Yeah. You know, and of course, yeah. when, when I'm working with a, an agency <laughs> or a team or in that kind of situation, you say, no, 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 you can't do that. You know, where the journalist has got a job to, if you say no, and it's what we, we get when we go to the buses and say, could I speak to Yeah, a simple you know, no is better than a, a, a no uh, than nothing. means yeah. you go to the next bus and go and do something yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. But if they say, oh, I don't know, I'll see. And yeah. then you're standing there for 20 minutes waiting for an answer. It really messes your your life up so so and i i just know they said oh don't answer and matt's asked for an interview with valverde don't just answer. don't answer so and that would have earned me um say <clears throat> 400 euros right <laughs> say for if i had done those two articles okay but i couldn't do them so i didn't own the uh, earn those 400 euros and the amount of money they didn't pay me in the contract um, after they sacked me was um, 100 times more than that. Yeah. So I thought, all right, I'm going to write a book then. <laughs> all right, I won't write a retrospective article. I will write a full length book. And that is the, so good. The whole reason that the whole reason I wrote the book was because I didn't get a sit down interview <laughs> with Alejandro Valverde. And then you're thinking, what do I need if I'm going to write a book about Alejandro Valverde? A sit down interview. <laughs> Oh no, how's this going to work? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the funny thing is though, Why? funny thing he is didn't though, even that, speak, he didn't even speak to you. And no, you no, I'd be, no. If someone no, said, Peter Kenyuk, I'm going to write a book on you, I'd be like, when do you want to talk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's interesting. That's so, so good. But then you start, no, but then you start thinking, okay, well, I don't want to write an affair. What would be the point of writing? And what is the point of official biographies? You know, of controversial people. You know, of people who've got good stuff and bad stuff, warts and all. You know. That's so true. What's like, the yeah. point of it, the official... Yeah, because the official of a controversial figure, mm. f who for Valverde, outside of Spain, is a controversial figure. In Spain, not at all. No! Zero controversy. This is very curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. A, And yeah. I had an interesting experience actually recently, just relative, just with Samuel Sanchez, mm. Who had a kind of Samu? Yeah. Samu, who had a kind of grey finish to his career. I had a bit of a growth hormone finish to his yeah, career, yeah. which kind of ended his career. He is an absolute god in Spain. Yes. Oh, yeah. absolute god! I was in a um, 
Bilbao. No, no, it wasn't. I was in um, Asturias up there. Asturias, yes. Yeah, Gijón or Oviedo. Or Oviedo, his hometown. Oviedo. There's a statue of him. He's like a statue you, of him. There's a statue of him. There's a, there's a whole kind of oh, promenade wow. named after him. Is it very? It's like Modigliani. Yeah, it's actually very really skinny. good statue. It actually, looks like him. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I got a picture with it. Yeah. Gosh, um, statue but, of something. But he's at, like these with the royal family. Even now doing all these different things. Wow. He's the Olympic gold medalist. Yeah, yeah. He's basically yeah, yeah. a Chris Hoy of Spain. Yeah. And it's it's kind of like so. There's a whole different perspective on it. Over here. That's why you've got to write yeah. non-official. Totally. Because to get that point of view, yeah, that yeah. is a whole different culture. Yeah. How they look at kind and of do you know what? But, but that's exactly right. And you've got to. It's exactly as you say. You you've got to, to understand what these people, how they've had the careers they've had, and how they lead the lives they lead in Spain. You sort of have to explain. This is the life of Alejandro Valverde um, but and and then the other side of it is this is Spain and it's very 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 different and the the, the context in which they live and the the extent to which um, like massive companies like Telefonica who sponsor Movistar um, the, 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 it, it's it's very interconnected mm. the Spanish culture so it's like whenever there's a dodgy politician who needs to be sort of squirreled out of the limelight. Can you squirrel someone out of the limelight? No, it's great. I, I think so. It. I think so. Or, um, or, or like um, a member of the royal household who sort of needs to get a job somewhere where no one's going to ask too many questions. Prince Andrew. They go, they go, they, he, uh, Prince Andrew would work for Telefonica <laughs> if he was Spanish, right? He'd be, he'd be um, assistant advisor for Southeast Asia. <laughs> Like where they have no operations, you know. He, but that's what they do. So, so love it. And then, and then, so there's all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like the the big corporations are very close to politics, the Partido Popular yeah, kind of the, the right wing conservative yeah. party. And, and a lot of green bullets is about this kind of stuff, a isn't it? So you, 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 yeah, it's good, brilliant. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, and I recommend. Where, and where the money comes from? Yeah, and it, sponsors, yeah, that drives sponsors, the whole thing. Sponsors, the thing we're watching. About. And do you know what? I, so I wrote the. Colombia's Passion is all about identity. Yeah. yeah, beautiful book, by the way. Beautiful. Thank book. you. Yeah, I've not read Green Bullet yet, but well, um, and Green Bullet is all about um, sport washing, really, and yeah. green washing. It's very appropriate. Yeah. It's very timely. And zeitgeist. These are sort of the things that yeah, the yeah. zeitgeist dictates. So you follow that and you surf that and you, and, and you go where you go. And I think it's also, do you know, I'll say something here, and I think <laughs> that that Miller. He'll be good on this. But I think that it's also a kind of meditation on what sport is, right? And mm. I think sport is in a kind of really interesting place, a really strange place at the moment, because it used to be, you know, in the 19th century, muscular Christianity mm. and all that, and it was like uh, educating ethos, people in of, the Corinthian yeah, values yes, of honesty yeah. and dignity and, mm. you know, principled. Very Degrangian, actually. And mm, then, yeah, yeah very yeah, much. So. Yeah. That was absolutely what De Grange was yeah. all about. And then you sort of got um, George Orwell and, you know, uh, a war minus the bullets. And there are all these characterizations mm. of sport. And sport today, I think, is something quite, maybe over the past quarter of a century. So I remember when I was a kid, you, you either were into sport or you were into politics and social issues and yeah. that sort of stuff. And they were two very separate yeah. words. And now sport is a place where we talk about sport and we rehearse ideas about justice mm -hmm. and 
freedom and discipline and the individual against the group and all these kind of almost philosophical and political issues. We talk about them when we're talking about football and VAR and mm. you know um, and and you know and, and whether someone should be disqualified from a sprint, uh, disqualified from a sprint. And then we take those discussions and we sort of apply, we hone our views of how yeah. collective living should be and then we apply them mm. in the world. So it's kind of come it's very central to yeah, the because conversation. I was listening to uh, uh, the Rest is History podcast. I did a binge in June mm. on it. <laughs> and they're, they're, it's a, a great podcast and they're going on. They do like these funny things like the, the Prime Minister's World Cup and they kind of go the Great God's World Cup and different things. But they went off on a tangent about this and about sport and about how it's, and this is a good one for Ned actually, how the, a national identity can be wrapped up in their sport. And it is a war without bullets in many ways. And they were saying how interesting it is when it comes to the Football World Cup, how England take the match against Germany. It's become such an iconic event, but it's not in Germany. No. Not at all. So the English take that England-Germany match, like it's like, yeah, but I mean, they almost always get beaten. But in Germany, it's just another match. <laughs> so true. And it's so strange how you kind of... Well, it's uh, just that, that, well, it's yeah. that flex of, um, it's that inequality of um, rivalry, isn't it? That's yeah. such a flex. Yeah. That's so embarrassing <laughs> when your rival doesn't take you seriously. Yeah. And isn't that bothered. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, and, you, sorry, so, I'm just going to go yeah. into the sport thing, because this is what's so interesting with regards Valverde and the, the this Spanish culture and how from outside Spain we've always been so critical of Alejandro Valverde how he's not been contrite he's not shown contrition spoken out about his past uh, but he wasn't he's not supposed to in Spain he's not supposed to be contrite it's like you well share it was that's a Catholic culture yeah. you share it with the priest yeah and <laughs> not with the public yeah uh, and so we're judging him on our values and yet in the peloton and actually, it's been interesting with Peaks, he's a different generation to me. Um, I always felt that Peloton always loved Valverde. Mm. And, and you know, with that kind of the moments coming back and where the, the Peloton was almost, well, he did his ban, he came back. We do trust him now because it's like he almost represented his career afterwards, do believe and want to believe he did it right in the second half and was still Alejandro Valverde. Slightly different, but still won races. And, but it's... Well, he became the world champion in the second the half champion. of his career. Pete, what is your view on Valverde? Well, I guess it's more on that generation that I understand that cycling was a different sport. And, yeah, riders doped. And that's just how it was. And I believe that he was clean when he when he came back. Um, and I can certainly forgive any rider who doped personally in that era. Um, and now it's just a very different sport. It's very, obviously different now if you, in my mind, if you get caught doping because the sport's just moved on and completely changed. But yeah, I get more frustrated by like how the ASO treats certain riders who doped and who didn't, i.e. Lance Armstrong, who just is not, it's not acceptable for, for him to be at this race. Mm. Yet they parade every other rider around like the, like the king. Yep. You know, I, I, I know Lance Armstrong treated people differently and there's certain, there's other reasons. It's not just about doping, but still for me, it's, Go on, Matt. Well, Matt. We we went to the the chapel of Notre Dame des Cyclistes. Yeah, uh, on on stage. Whatever it four, was, I think yeah, it yeah, was. Whatever yeah. it was, and um, <clears throat> all the jerseys. Actually, the, the race passed <clears throat> it twice this year, didn't it? It did. Yeah, the race passed it twice. He won the race seven times and doped. How many other people won the race five yeah. times and doped? What's the difference? Yeah, yeah. Well, so why, in, why, is, why is he had his yeah. jerseys taken off? And so in this chapel, because <clears throat> he. To Pete, tell me. So 
So they Pardon? they've taken all his jerseys down because it was proved. They've taken all his jerseys I, yeah, I down. Guess so yeah. All right. Yeah, that's a stupid thing to say, but yeah. it's uh, yeah. I mean, so Pete, so he had it's a lot for this. He had all, he had his yeah. signed jerseys. <laughs> hey, Kenyak, listen to me. He had his signed jerseys in this chapel, Lance, and they've all been taken down. Yeah, and this was kind of I think it came from Prudhomme, came from ASO. You know, we think that those jerseys... So all they came down. But <laughs> Viroc and, yeah. and Chalabert and all the rest of them are still up there. And I was talking to the receptionist and I said, him upstairs, God, right? He knows. He knows. that It's not that you're not fooling him. Yeah, there was, but there was other riders that were proven to be dope, yeah. like you just mentioned. And their jerseys are still yeah. hung up in the chapel. It makes no sense, Pete. This is like no, yeah. This, this is, is just the way the way it is. I was just I've been thinking about my. Uh, do, do you remember doing? Uh, oh, years ago, Samu Sanchez won a stage in the Pyrenees, and um, yeah. we had you know our off air time on the live show can be quite flexible. So sometimes you end up with a lot of time to fill at the back because that's just the way it's fallen. You've got twenty five minutes till you can come off air, yeah. and you know there was a limited amount that Gary and Chris back in the day could have said on the set about Sammy Sanchez's victory. And after about five minutes, they were running dry, you know, <laughs> and they were desperate for any kind of interview in the mix zone that would just pad pad out a bit of airtime. And Sammy Sanchez appeared as the stage winner being paraded in front of my camera, and I could hear Steve Dock in my ear going, "Get him, get him, get an interview with him, Ned. Get him in, get an interview with him." And I go, "I don't know. Does he speak English?" And I go, "I don't, I don't. I, I, let me find out. I don't think so. I don't think so." So like he had his swanier with him and a, and a, a media manager from ASO. And I said to the media manager from ASO, "Does Sammy speak English?" He goes, "No, no, no, absolutely not. Only Spanish, only Spanish like that." And I said, "Okay." But then the swa his swanier turns to me and says. Said me, me, in a heavy, heavily Spanish accented French. He said, Me, um, vous parlez français to me? And I went, Oui, oui, je parle français. And he said, Okay, I can translate. Je peux traduire en espagnol pour vous. So I'm going, Okay, how's this going to work? This is going to be so an so absolute dog. dog's breakfast. We can do something here, I think, Steve, but I'll have to translate via French to Spanish, then back into English. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of cut to a, like a, a three shot of me, the Swanya, and Samu looking just bemused with his bouquet of flowers. And I went, Gary threw to me, and I kind of went, Right, I have got an interview now with Samu Sanchez. Um, this is how it's going to work. I'm going to ask Samu Swanier in French, who's going to translate into Spanish for Samu. So it went through his process, and I said, I'm going to ask him uh, uh, how this victory compares to his Olympic Games victory. Yeah. So I said, uh, so I asked the question in French, and the Swanier kind of looked at me like, what? I think I understood. And then he went, oui, oui, oui. okay, turn to Samu. And presumably, I think he asked an approximation of that question in Spanish. Samu then gave... A one and a half minute answer. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm kind of try trying to wrap it up, but the Swanier's not getting my, like that. But anyway, then the Swanier turns to me and in his broken sort of Spanish French, he just literally, he just, the stream of words that came up were completely incomprehensible to me. I didn't know what language on earth he was speaking. So I just went, merci. <laughs> <laughs> turned to the camera and went, I think he's pleased to have won. <laughs> <laughs> it's a breathtakingly bad bit of television. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Matt, <laughs> you've got to go fairly soon. I love it. Just quickly. Yeah. Um, oh, you're have, yeah. yeah, you've got to go. I'm reminding you of that. But um, how's your Tour de France been? What do you think of the, the first week of racing, the first nine days? Uh, it's, it's lacked... Uh, only two things. I think it's been brilliant. It's lacked only two things. One is like I, the, the, like the the tyranny of the collective, right? I want to see just some mad individual breakaway that really cannot get there. Get there. I want to see kind of. Yeah. Cummings or Thomas de Ghent or so. I want to see some mad that uh, that some mad individual just lunacy, individual lunacy. I want to see that. And um, Peter Dom was just so desperately dis. It was so built up, and it was just so. This is what this is what we said yesterday. Yeah, terrible shame. Yeah, this is what we said. It was a and, bit. And, and with, felt like that. And I so with uh, deception and disappointment. I'll I'll leave you with those emotions. Thanks. But thank you for having me I'll Thank go you. and um, I'm going to stray far away over there. Brilliant. And now we've got three working microphones. So if you can pass yours back. Yeah, can do a bit of shuffling across. Yeah. Thank Cheers, you, Matt. Matt. Have a good day. Oh, See, speak to you later. Spanish uh, Armada Gran messaged me yesterday, which I okay. forwarded on to Matt because I wasn't sure who yeah, she was talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, it's mine, said, but take it. Take it. Hi, Peter. You're just brilliant on TV. So interesting. You know everything about the riders. Just love. Just love. And <laughs> <laughs> um, with a love hot. Watching you, I forget the name of the guy you're with. Tell him he is so interesting the way he gives us all the history about all the places the tour passes through. Really enjoy him. Big hugs, love, Gran. That's kiss, you, kiss, Ned. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Oh. Yeah, probably, yeah. Oh, Matt, it's Matt. I don't know. It's yeah, I wasn't sure. Sure. Oh, another guy you're with. Yeah, it was Matt. Because when you're commentating, yeah. I guess, yeah. with Matt. Yeah. yeah. So I forwarded it on to Matt. Anyway. Oh, very, very nice. Very nice. Grandma's lovely. Well, you got a nice tweet that I forwarded on. Yeah, you, somebody, Twitter person, Twitter look, praising yeah. you, weren't they? Yeah. So please nice. pass on to Pete. How impressed I am and all this. Pete's killing it. Smashing it home. Holding yeah. down that punditry like, like the old pro now. 100%. Dealing with these these people, these inexperienced newbies that come in. Yep. These Cadell Evans, these Marcel Kittles. Yeah, yeah. Under the wing of Pete He's, he's the road captain now. Yeah. On the How set. does that feel, Pete? Feels good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Real good. Do you know what I want to see? <laughs> I, I like Matt's only two things are missing. The thing that's missing for me that I'd like to see is um, crosswind action. Oh yeah, and yeah, I, and yeah. I, and I want to happen. see. Oh, they're not going to happen. Are we not no, passing not through the right France. part? Rhone Valley. Are we not doing a bit oh, of Rhone possibly, Valley? Yeah, we've crossed through like Montpellier. You know I mean? kind of, yeah, that yeah, kind of region. Valence. Yeah, that we need to look area. at. We need yeah. to look at the common stages. Well, I, I have no idea what no, this week holds. No, yeah. I've never <laughs> seen you so kind of riding blind in the Tour de France. I was so focused on the first nine stages, which I kind of had a mental map of that the rest is unknown. I've got today to find out where we're sort of heading now. Um, and I also want to see a non-GC team or a, a team on the fringes of GC take it up and kind of like do something. Yeah, you know, like, um, hello Ineos. Yeah, kind of do something. Like now they got disrupt. Pickock's now kind of got himself in that mm. weird place where he is actually riding GC. Yeah, yeah. Kind of because he, could, I think, has got objective. Decided here. yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was decided. Well, and he said, I read this morning that he feels like he's getting stronger and better. Well, obviously, thanks to yesterday's ride. But that does mean that if he's going to do a stage win, it's going to have to be in a finale. 
kind of against the GC races. From the GC races. he's not going to get put, let up the road. So this comes back to Matt's, the question that Matt put to him before the race started in Bilbao. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the reason? Tell me the reason why you can't finish on the podium of the Tour de France. And Tom Brilliant. just kind of looked <laughs> quite bemused by the question. But actually, it's a good question. Yeah. We need a little um, mountain stage of a descent to the finish, don't we? Yeah. Well, Is we'll have there? some of them. Yeah, well, but do don't ask me when they There are. must be if there's, oh, if there's yeah. that many days in the Alps. Well, we're spending a lot of time in the Alps. Yeah. It's not good yeah. for you, that, is it? Right. What's that? The Alps? Yeah. Know. No, but while I'm still this blissed could, out of the You could rest. overcome it this year. I we're could, staying maybe. three, days and well, three nights in a chalet. Yeah. Four. 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 Four nights. Four nights. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. I know. It's going to be amazing. Quite exceptional. Um, so, rest day plans, David? Uh, I'm going to go for a bike ride. Standard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go and ride around all the volcanoes. I'm going to go for a little run. Yeah, I'm going to see. I'm, I'm going to do a recce run for our run tomorrow. See okay. if I can find a way up to that. Um, so they got a map monument. reception. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't decide what I was going to do. Well, I was going to go for a run. I was going to go. For, sorry. So, <laughs> I just saw Philippe Madoui. He was oh. a direct sportif. He's a direct sportif for FTJ, and he was my uh, my road captain when I was in VC Sunken Tan, my amateur team wow. in 1996. You're meeting a lot of your past, aren't you? Like one way and another. Johnny Wells oh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Just, they're all it's it's like the, the club. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think just before we kind of finish. I want to mention the fact that you're going to be on the Times Literary Supplement podcast this afternoon. Yeah. I think that's mega. I think it's mega. Yeah. And the, and the Times Literary Supplement is reviewing 1923, and it's coming out on Thursday or Friday uh, next week. That's very exciting. Which is just, yeah, you a sport made book it being to the top A whole different bar, yeah. that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, unless they hate it. That'd well, be awkward. No. But it'd be awkward on the podcast if they hate it. Like, the printed review slams me, and then on the podcast, just really aggressive line of questioning. Well, obviously, it's a disappointing book. Um, <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> it's quite interesting. You're on Times Literary Supplement, and the only podcast, sports podcast, that's ahead of us in the UK is Test Match Special. Test Match Special. Fair Test enough, because it's the I ashes. know, but that's kind of cool, isn't it? We're kind of Test Match Special, Times Literary Supplement. That's how we roll. Yeah. A lot of fingers and a lot of pies. Yeah. 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 Um, Liam... Cameraman Liam. Yeah. Is it the laundrette with John Tonetti? Cameraman John Tonetti. Oh, lucky um, man. Yeah, that, that bit of laundrette action. And Liam, for, this is what we're going to play out with. You haven't heard it. No. Liam uh, f- sent me an audio file from a rest day on a Tour de France many, many, many years ago. One of my first tours with Liam. When we went to do the laundry and then we went, then we went back to our hotel room. And do you remember Woody, the sound man? Or was that predate you? I think it predates me. Woody, me and Liam. Liam had a ukulele with him. Yeah. And we spent the afternoon recording cover versions of famous songs, singing. Uh, I, I was playing the kazoo. Wow. Woody was on percussion huh. and Liam was on uh, the ukulele. Uh, so we're going to play you out with a, um, a rest day laundrette version of China Girl by David Bowie. Whoa, oh, oh, oh. Me little China girl. Whoa, oh, 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 oh. Me little China girl, I couldn't escape this feeling with me China girl. I feel a wreck without me, little China girl. I hear her heart beating, loud as thunder. Boom! Saw the stars crashing. I'm a mess without me. Little China girl Wake up in the morning Where's my little China girl? I hear her heart beating Loud as thunder I saw the stars crashing
feel tragic like I'm Marlon Brando of films When I look at me shiny girl I could pretend nothing really meant too much When I look at me china girl I stumble into town Oh yeah! Just like a secret cow Visions must it goes in me head for everyone It's in the world of me eyes <laughs> Me little China girl Thou shouldn't mess with me I'll go with everything the eye I'll give thee television I'll give thee eyes of blue I'll give thee a man who wants to rule the world And when I get excited My little China girl says Oh baby, just thou shut thy mouth she says My little China girl Thou shouldn't mess with me I'll ruin everything thou art I'll give thee television I'll give Me little China girl says Oh baby, just you shut your mouth Shut your mouth Shut your mouth She says She says Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 